what they do here, it's super cool is you ride and then Leslie, who's an unbelievable coach, steps in and helps you a little bit. So you're getting something out of it as well. Like you're getting a lesson from Leslie and they're seeing how coachable you are. Like if he gives you instructions, are you able to do it? Are you able to kind of like work with the program? How well do you know your horse and so forth? Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans by eventing fans. And as usual, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Cowboy Magic. Karen, today we have a special guest. Yes, we do. You've seen his super shiny horses out uh, only at the Olympics. Yeah, and even even at home. Even at home. And at the AECs as he gets his <laughs> big $30,000 check. Boyd Martin. Hey guys, how are you? Doing good, buddy. Thank you so much. Cowboy Magic, what do you think about those guys keeping Mate, the Mate, uh, the horses have never been so shiny. I've even look at my hair here, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Got a bit in the shower for myself. Uh, great company and uh, great products. And uh, we're, we're really, really, really happy with their support and, uh, and everything that they've done for our horses. Yeah, so great people there. Everyone over there at Straight Arrow. We you and I visited Straight Arrow in yeah. uh, the factory in person. I- great, great experience. Uh, you'd never, you never ever realize what goes into to uh, making shampoo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> I did take a couple of long turns. So we were a little bit late, but uh, you know that's all me. So uh, thank you, Cowboy Magic, and thanks, Boyd, for sharing in this uh, spot with us. Thank you. So Karen, you've had your Fairfax and Favor Virginias for for. A while now, and I see you wearing them. It's great. It's a great fall outfit, you know, uh, a shoe, and you've been wearing them, and everyone gives you lots of compliments. But tell me, how do they feel, and how are they holding up now that you have them for a couple months? They are holding up really good. There is a memory foam for the foot, so they're nice and comfortable. I can wear them all day long, and they do not bother me. And there's also a hidden stretch panel. So they do look like they're form-fitted, but they actually stretch, and it makes it really nice and comfortable. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I know a lot of people ask you all the time. They say, oh, they, they, you know, my legs aren't going to fit in there and anything like that. So you're saying they got a little bit of stretch on them to kind of... Yeah, and they also have a sporting fit. So they're great for whatever size you are. Very cool. So Fairfax yeah. and Favorite definitely has all the bases covered. Kate. All of them. And you can switch out the tassels. Yeah, the tassels are cool. So whatever you're wearing, you can have a tassel to match. That, which is kind of cool. Now, I, mean, I know I'm a guy and all that, but it is kind of cool to say you have one pair of boots. Think about it. You just buy a different tassel. Voila. Voila. A whole new boot. Well, or another pair of boots. In a different color. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm, you're breaking up, Karen. I don't hear you so well. So. How do people find out about Fairfax and Favor, Karen? Oh, they just go to fairfaxandfavor.com. Fairfaxandfavor.com. Mm-hmm. Triple Crown Feed. Oh, man. yeah. Triple Crown. Big fans of Triple Crown Feed. They have a, tons of, of great products out there. Mm-hmm. Premium stuff. Karen, what do you got to say over there? So Triple Crown has formulas that are tailored to your horse's unique needs and help support immunity and gut health. Find your local Triple Crown Feed dealer by going to triplecrownfeed.com. Triplecrownfeed.com. That's a little bit of a tongue twister. It is. Feed.com. They have a great feed locator. They have yes. a great feed com- comparison tool on their website. I encourage everyone to get over there. Check out Triple Crown Feed's website. Check out the different products. Check out what makes them so special. And give them a shot, right, Karen? Oh, yeah. Support the people to support the show. This episode is brought to you by Turtleneck Premium Horse Clothing. Yeah, all of Turtleneck's blankets and sheets are protected with a Teflon coating, as well as their patented stretchable neckline that fits all the horse's needs. Yeah, you can find Turtleneck on Facebook, Instagram, or at www.turtleneck.biz. I'm Rob. And I'm Karen, and super excited about today's guest. Yes, ma'am. We have the 2021 USEA Young Rider of the Year. Welcome to the show, Alex Ball. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Alex, this is very exciting yeah. to have you yeah. on the show. We met Alex way back when, Karen. Way she back was when. on like the under 18 mm-hmm. yeah. training list. Now she's <laughs> under 25 list every year. And also the Young Adult Advanced <laughs> Rider of the Year. Yeah, look at you taking home two titles. <laughs> I know. 
every time someone brings it up, it makes me feel weird. Oh, well, you work but, hard for it, right? Is it given? Are, are are you working every day, riding every day? Are you trying your best? I am. Yeah, it's actually seven days a week, so no days off. Yeah, so don't feel funny. Yeah, don't feel funny. <laughs> You're working. You hard, deserve okay? it. You deserve it. <laughs> Uh, that's funny, but yeah, I know it's, you know, we all, not everyone's comfortable with, you know, uh, um, being reminded of their, you know, accolades, but yeah. you know, it isn't like you're running around with a shirt that says the champ has arrived, you know, <laughs> or she might, <laughs> or maybe you do. <laughs> all right. So, so, uh, Alex, where, where, where are you at right now? We know it's kind of, everyone's kind of in the transition, the winter, the winter migration. Are you, uh, at home base? Are you in your winter location? Where are you? Um, no, I'm actually sitting in an apartment at Stableview right now. Um, we're very fortunate to be based here this winter. And um, we've been here since the first. That's so about five days now. And horses are all settled in. It's all going really well. Very excited to be here. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we love Stableview. Mm-hmm. So you're 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 stable with the four schools crew, the the Joni Mars, Richard Picking team, right? Yes. Yep. Man, oh man. So, Stableview. View. Where Where are you staying at at Stableview? View? Uh, they have lots of nice accommodations down there. Where 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 is your apartment? Yeah. I'm in the Hidalgo apartment, which is, I guess, there's the main barn, and then there's sort of the barn next to the cupboard, and it's in there. The oh, you know, I think we stayed well, like, there. right next to it. We That's the room we stayed in. You yeah, think? the Hidalgo. Is that the room we stayed in? I think so. Are you, are you like, if you went out your front door, are you looking right at the indoor? Yes. Yeah. yeah it's like right there. Yeah. Nice, nice place. That was, that was our, yeah, our room. I love morning. it here. <laughs> so I guess we're not renting that. That's awesome. Breakfast I know. We can't, <laughs> we can't go. And then when you walk out, you're right. Like you, if you walk out of the door, you make a right, you're in the barn. If you walk out, make a left and you're looking at the, the riding arena, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's a sweet little pack. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. That's yeah, nice. I love it. <laughs> it's nicer than my house at home, so. <laughs> Ours too. That's very <laughs> <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> Leave it to a bunch of barn rats to to feel that way. They'd yeah. rather live in the barn. Yeah. That's funny, funny. So, so our, and I love uh, hearing horses at night. Yeah, yeah. yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And every once in a while, like when we were there, we had some early arrivals. Or late night arrivals. Or late night arrivals. Well, Middle of the night arrivals. Yeah. And I, that was a little loud. That was loud. <laughs> People coming they in. They were with, trying to be quiet, but, you know, horses and yeah, but, can't help it. And wake up in the morning, yeah. there's like a coffee pot. There's like, they're moved in. Like, wait, outside. That was funny. <laughs> good times. Good yeah. times. So our son, yeah. Joe, he'll be, uh, by the time this comes out, he'll be down there too. Yeah. So yep. that's where he stables at for the winter with Boyd's yeah. crew. Mm-hmm. So it's about to get crazy busy yep. down there. I know everyone's about to show up. It's been super quiet. Is it? Yeah. Well, I, I love it there. I think it's amazing that, that everyone that mm-hmm. just kind of shows up and stable with you has so many like awesome crews and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So. Well, best mm-hmm. of luck down there. Cause we, we, um, we love it at stable view. Yes. It's beautiful. And then they have, did they still do like the family dinner or whatever they call that? The one once a week dinner thing. Have they started that? Yet? Yeah. We actually just had one on Monday night and it was so much fun. It was like the slow country boil. It was awesome. Yeah. So that's what once a week they do that, right? And everyone can come and yeah, mm-hmm. pay a couple bucks and chip in. So that's a pretty yeah, cool that's little nice. winter thing. So yeah, I know, I know nice Joe's little... excited to get down there. <laughs> so Alex, can you take us back and tell us how you got your start in riding and then into eventing? Oh boy, yeah. Um, well, it starts a little bit before I was born, I guess. Um, my mom has always had horses at some point in her life like when she was little she did like the barrel racing pole bending western pleasure all of it um but never eventing it was everything pretty much but eventing and then my grandma my dad's mom she always had horses it was saddlebreds and then like around the time I was born my mom and my grandma happened to both be breeding Frisians and so, like, oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, when I, when my mom was pregnant with me and she was like five months, they were breeding the Frisians. And so I was literally born right into it. And like, 
But once I was born, my mom sold the Frisians, but my grandma kept them. And so growing up, it was always, we lived in Indiana at the time. And so going down to visit my grandma who lived in Kentucky, it was always, when can I go see the horses? When can I go see the horses? Like, I want to go see the horses. It's the first thing we did. We'd get out of the car and we'd run down to the barn and go see the horses. It's what we always did. And so I, when I was four and I could talk and I was like, really loved the horses. I begged and begged and begged for riding lessons. And my mom had been in the horses and my dad who grew up around horses because of my grandma, they thought it would be a great idea to get me involved with horses, which I'm sure they pretty much regret now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably could have kept me away. But there was a saddle seat barn, God, 10 minutes from our house called Rocky River Farm. And so from the time I was four until I was eight, that's all I did was saddle seat. And... I think I cantered once, like it was all trot. It was always walk and trot. They had some lesson horses and there was this really great lady running it. Her name was Jean Lucemore. And she really took me under her wing, really showed me like how to ride, how to take care of horses. And it was like such an amazing program. And then my grandma and, or no, I guess before that, Christmas of 2009, I was eight years old and had been begging and begging and begging for a horse. So my parents kind of caved <laughs> and I got this Arabian named Osea Sensation. And that was his bar name too. Um, and then literally the following spring, my grandma took me to Kentucky for the first time and I found out what eventing was. And I can still remember it standing outside the head of the lake and I can't tell you who galloped by me, but someone galloped by and I saw him jump this big old table and I was like, that's it. That's what I want to do. We have to do that. And so we go back and my poor Arabian, who's not an inventor, he'd never really been outside, uh, kind of threw him into the world of jumping and puddles. <laughs> he was not that happy about it, but there is this lady at the barn who's Kelsey Ledbetter now, she actually was working for Sherry and Nadine Noon at the time. And Nad used to come winter in Aiken quite a bit, actually, um, when I had first started riding with them. And I never went with because I was oh, nine and 10. But they really introduced me to eventing up in Indiana. And in 2012, I think, I was 11 years old. We moved here to Kentucky. And I went to this farm called Dreamfield Farm with Jorge and Anna Maria Montalvo. And they took me all the way from when I was 10 till I was 15 from starter all the way up through intermediate. And so I owe them a lot for all that they did for me all of those years and really introducing me to eventing. And now I'm at Four Schools Farm. So that's so exciting with Joni Morris and Richard Picken. Yeah, they're the best. Yeah, they are. Love those guys. Yeah. <clears throat> They've both been previous guests on the show. Mm -hmm. So now, yeah. so how, when did you, how old were you when you started with Joni and Richard? I was a month off 16, I think. I was still 15. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I was quite young. Um, and I was actually their only in-home student at the time. They didn't take boarders, so. Yeah, now they have quite a, quite a few. Like, I know you and Colin Gaffney is there, right? I don't know if he's there year-round or just yep. during school year. Or... Yeah, he's there year-round. Gotcha. So. Yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah. Is there is there many yeah. other boarders there, like competition riders there? Yeah, we actually have a lot now. We have, well, Colin, who you already mentioned, and then um, this amazing adult am shirt, Courtney Turner, who has her horse, Max, with us. And then we've just gotten um, this girl, Maddie Hale, who literally just came in December. And then another girl, Grace Stilger, who's coming. And then Michelle Coppin, who I'm not sure if you guys know. Um, she's here in Aiken year-round now. But she rides a lot with us and does lots of training. And we all wintered together last year. Wow. Hmm. 
That's awesome. It is. That's fantastic. Yeah. So now, <clears throat> just a little uh, to, to catch our one up. We mentioned you were on the under 18s and then you graduated to the under 25s. Like, so how many years have you been? Has it been every year since you were like, how, how, like how, when did you start getting on the training? Oh. Yeah. So I first did, I guess the first training list would have been the E18 in 2018 correct i don't know was that yeah, the same year you year. did it with joe or yeah that was my first year okay yeah well, and then like, I've, 2018 yeah okay. 2018 yeah mm-hmm. and so yeah i've been on a list since then gotcha. so very fortunate so now yeah. now last year you were on the you were uh, you made the list so and they changed it for for last year's season if i'm not mistaken where they had Mm-hmm. Uh, like kind of a, a a short list, and then everyone had to do, like do like a a ride. The, yeah, the assessment. Yeah, the assessment. Could could you tell us a little bit about that right. program? And then are they doing it the same this year? Like, what do you know about what's going on this year? Yeah, so um, we're actually doing the assessment here tomorrow, the sixth. Oh, wow. um, okay. Yeah, so the next two days here at Stableview. But basically, what they've done is you have your application that you send in and from that list, and it's a list of questions that you have to write in answering, like, what are your goals? What horses do you have available? What coaching is available to you? What are resources that you need and so forth? And then we get together for the assessment and the first day is dressage. And basically what we do is we have a meeting in the morning and they're doing it the same this year basically saying what the program is, which is, um, it's a training stepping stool is what they've designed is it's at the bottom of the lists for the U S training. And so their whole goal is if you're in the under 25 for four years, at the end of the four years, you should graduate to the developing rider list and then developed pre elite and elite after that. So they want to get all of the riders now when you're under 25 to start developing for the future. And what they do here, it's super cool is you ride. And then Leslie, who's an unbelievable coach steps in and helps you a little bit. So you're getting something out of it as well. Like you're getting a lesson from Leslie and they're seeing how coachable you are. Like if he gives you instructions, are you able to do it? Are you able to kind of like work with the program how well do you know your horse and so forth? And then the jumping day is the same as you warm up as you normally would in an event by yourself. And then you jump a course. And then basically everyone gets together to talk about what you did, something that maybe they would change. And it's like a lesson with Leslie. So it's very nice. Gotcha. Now, and are there other people there besides Leslie that are evaluating you? Um, not this year. Last year they had Bobby Costello here as well as a selector, but he will not be attending this year. Gotcha. Hmm. We've had Bobby on too. Yeah. Little piano player. Yeah. <laughs> or concert pianist. He's not just a little piano player. Bobby actually, when he was on, he played piano on the podcast yes, for us during did. the interview. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's very good. Very good. Very good. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, now, are, are you a professional right now? Like, are you full time doing this, or do you like do you go to school, or and you know what? What's your, or are you full time at the barn every day? What's what's your status? Yeah, so I am full time every day um, at this. I did try college for a little while. I did an online semester, and that didn't go so great. So decided maybe that the horses were just it. Um, but yeah, every day I get to the barn every morning and there is honestly nothing I would rather be doing than this. Gotcha. Now, and tell us how, like, how many horses do you have? And can you tell us about each horse a little bit? Yes, some really nice horses. So could you uh, give us the update on who, who you have there in the barn? Yeah, so I have four of my own right now. And my top horse would be Mr. Candyman or Elmo, as he's very affectionately known. And he's my four-star horse. So I got Elmo right after I started riding with Richard and Joni in 2017. And I think I'd only been with them for about a month. And Richard said, you know, you need another horse because my old horse Mango was going to need to retire at some point. 
And Richard was telling me that I have to have something to follow him up. So we took a little trip up to Plantation Field and Philip Dutton had him and was getting ready to take him to Poe, but he was for sale. And so I sat on him. And to be honest, he wasn't my first pick. Um, <laughs> there was, <laughs> poor Elma, I love him so much. <laughs> there was another one that unfortunately failed the vetting. And, but I was so in love with Elmo. So we got him and he's been an unbelievable horse for me. Like he's for what the expectations for him, he has far exceeded every expectation I could have ever had. I really never thought that I'd take him four star. I thought that he'd be like a three star horse. And then, cause Philip um, said he was a hard horse to take four star. And I thought if, you know, Philip didn't love taking him four star, then maybe it might not be such a good idea for me, but the horse tries so hard. He's so amazing and um, very lucky to have him. But then I have, I spy my, three-star, four-star horse, otherwise known as Pi. He's quite the character. He, I got him September in 2019. Yep, right before COVID hit. Oh, wow. And got him from England from Jesse Campbell. And it was a bit unfortunate because as soon as I got him, COVID hit and everything shut down. So there were no competitions to take him to. But at the same time, it was so nice to like actually have time to get to know him without the stress of like a competition or something coming up. And he's a real horse for the future. I think he's big and bold and he has a little too much personality. (laughs) (laughs) Joni jokes that we're an old married couple because we bicker all the time. Sometimes I have to like walk away. I can't even look at him. It's bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's like banging his face on the stall door because he wants to go out or he wants food and i have to like walk away i can't deal with it <laughs> oh that's, that's funny yeah. and then after him i have mhs fernhill finale or finn who i coincidentally got at the same time as pie yeah, but he came from kitty king in england and we were actually only supposed to go over and get one horse and I had picked pie and was pretty positive that we were only coming home with one. And my mom whipped out at dinner with Joni and I, that she thought we couldn't just leave without Finn. And my jaw about hit the floor when she said that. <laughs> yeah. thought, I hate when that happens when I'm know, thinking I'm just getting one and then I get two. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty slick. That's yeah, good. That's, that's cool. quite the surprise. Yeah. Yeah. And what what, so, are you, what are you doing with this one? He's going three-star, or he just had a season at three-star, and he's looking to step up to do his first advance at Pine Top. Um, and he's a real class horse. I think four-star he will definitely like a lot more than three-star. He just doesn't think the jumps are big enough. Mm. And but, how old is that um, one? He is coming 10 this year. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So I have Alma, who's turning who's fifteen this year. Pi's eleven. Finn is ten, and then I have a nine, just turned nine year old named Dugan. I can't actually pronounce his show name. It's French. <laughs> I don't think we took him to Bromont, and they couldn't pronounce his name because apparently it's misspelled in French. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what does this translate to? And they were like, nothing. This is not a word. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. So it's very confusing. I can't even try because it's embarrassing to try to pronounce it. (laughs) But he's a a little self-francais and he's getting ready to step up to his first intermediate. So I'm very excited for that. Well, boy, you're a busy bee. I know. Holy smokes. Busy. Busy, busy. <clears throat> I like the self francaise. Yeah, I do too. They're nice horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're very doing well out yeah, there yeah. in the international yeah, scene. They are. That's just my thing. <laughs> now, are these horses you guys all own or are they syndicates or anything like that? Or do you do syndicates? Or are you looking for syndicates on these horses? Or what's what's the deal with that? Yeah, so two of them are owned by Altoric Farm, which is my parents and siblings. So that would be Elmo and Finn. And then the other two are owned by members of my family. And so they are always open to syndication, um, constantly looking for anyone who wants to join the team. 
I really think the world of these horses and have some hopefully big plans in mind for them. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. That's always exciting. It is. It is. So, so now <clears throat> the winner, what, like, what, tell us a little bit about uh, your, um, you know, like, like, like your day in the life. So are you, are you, is your whole responsibility taking care of these four horses or do you help with, with the, with the farm work also, or are you just like your focus is on taking care of your horses, learning and getting to be a better rider and, 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 and competing? Or do you also like teach people and stuff um, like that yourself? Yeah, I'm not coaching at the minute actually, but um, I do work part-time for Joni and Richard at Four Schools Farm. So on average, I ride six to seven horses a day. So I ride my four and then my sister Tori just got a new horse. Um, and since she's still at school back in Kentucky, I'm riding her for her. And we have some babies that are always in the works. And then I'm actually very lucky. Um, Christine Turner's horse on, or Kira is here at the farm with us um, in training with Joni and Richard. And I've very luckily managed to get the ride on her. Oh, and yeah, she's very nice. Yeah. She was Boyd's old advanced horse, won several advanced with them. And she just wants to do the jumpers now. So I'm having a great time with her. Well, that's and, the nice thing about Stable View, too, is you got the events, you got jumpers, you, you got dressage shows. There. Yeah. You got everything right yeah, there. Yeah, you do. Now. And, and Aiken yeah. in general, but I mean, you don't even have to trailer anywhere when you're at Stable <laughs> no, View. No, not really. Yeah, last year all of our time was trailering to Stable View, and now we're just here. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it easier. <laughs> Make it a whole lot easier. That's for yeah. sure. Holy smokes. Wow. So, uh, well, that sounds pretty exciting. And now, so uh, may I ask how old you are just so we get an idea? I know that's not copacetic for a guy to ask. But yeah, no, you're fine. Um, I'm 20 right now. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So you still have lots of time to develop on this under 25 list. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, but I'm I'm kind of running out of time, though, because they put a four-year limit on it. Because they said at the end of the four years, you should progress up to uh, developing. Oh. So I have this year and next year left. So interesting oh, so they only want people okay. on the under 25 for four years yeah hmm. exactly gotcha. okay well i guess i guess i get it because potentially they can have the same 15 riders or whatever the number is that they settle on every year from right 18 to 25 yeah. Yeah. so i mean i guess I get huh. it. yeah we've had leslie on before and and you know uh you know, we've seen Leslie coach and we've seen him coach under 25s and under 18s and very fantastic coach. And uh, I couldn't think of a better person for that job. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Oh yeah. No, it's like every lesson I have with them, there's some like mind blowing realization that, Oh, that's how it works. <laughs> now, how did that work? <laughs> yeah. How did that work as far as, um, you know, being on the training list over, let's say the past year with the, the COVID and all this whole stuff, was he able to like, how was that working? Yeah. So we managed to make it work quite well. Um, so it's, it's a bit hard because this past year I was the only one in Kentucky. So with everyone being in Pennsylvania, it's quite easy for him to go up there and coach everyone all on the same weekend, but to get him out for, to Kentucky for just me is a bit harder. Um, for time and uh, money and just, yeah, really finding the time for it. So he was able to come out twice, I believe. And then the events that he did, like when he did the AACs in Kentucky, I was able to, he came out to the farm and coached me the few days leading up to it. And then I hauled a horse that wasn't competing over to the horse park to take a lesson with them. And so we really made it work. And then all of his help, like warming up at shows. And he was always so amazing. Like even like at Stableview this past fall, I think he had four horses in the four star. And I asked him if he had time to give me a lesson. And his answer was always yes. So just, um, yeah, the way they've made it work and utilized it has been unbelievable. They've always managed to find time, I think. Which has been so helpful. Yeah, that's fantastic. great. Yeah, <clears throat> that sure is, is fantastic. That's why we're on the upswing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got a good yep. developing you know, program. 
and a bunch of good young riders. And a, lots and lots, lots. of women. <laughs> lots. We have a lot of talent out there. That's <laughs> uh, so, Alex, we are going to play quick fire questions. Quick fire questions. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and quick fire questions is brought to you by Turtleneck. Get your premium horse clothing by going to turtleneck.biz. All right. So, you know the show. We have five yep. questions and very strict grading at the end. Very strict grading. <laughs> Be careful. This is why I didn't go to college. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that, but I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I didn't either. So. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Ready. Favorite rider growing up? Oh, that one's kind of easy. Uh, William Fox Pitt. Um, Growing up, before I knew what eventing was, you know those old Young Rider magazines with the cutout posters? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I used to get one like once a month. And right after I went to Kentucky with my grandma, the very next one I got was a cutout poster of William Fox Pitt and Cool Mountain jumping into the Rolex head of the lake on one side. And on the other side was Cameron O'Connor and Mr. Medicott show jumping. And every month I'd like put it on the wall and I'd rotate it between Karen O'Connor and William Fox Pitt. And they were like the only two people I knew in eventing. That was it. Karen O'Connor and William Fox Pitt. And that like stayed on my wall. God, for so long. <laughs> well, there are no slouches. Yeah, you know what no, I mean? So those no, are two pretty good yeah, people to have yeah, on rotation. Yeah, on definitely. Wall. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next question. Favorite event to compete at? Ooh, my favorite event would be Rebecca Farm, definitely, hands down. Um, I absolutely love it out there. But my favorite venue would have to be the Hoosier Horse Park in Indiana. Oh. That is, if I could go back there, like, that's where I did my first event. It's where I learned how to ride. I absolutely love going there. I even managed to convince Joni to go there last year, and she was impressed. Really? I kept her expectations realistic. I told her all the good things, but then, like, kept it super realistic, and she was pleasantly surprised. There we go. Shout out to Hoosier Horse Park. Yeah. Imagine that. In Indiana, they named their horse park the Hoosier. Hoosier. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. It is. That's a first for the show. Yeah, that's a first one. Yep. Yeah. All right. If eventing was not an option, what other riding discipline would you do? Oh, um, probably show jumping, but I also love barrel racing. Like I've never done barrel racing, but that looks super fun. I might give that a try. It does look fun. Yeah. You got to pick one. We got very strict rules here. I've been letting you slide on these two answer things for a while. Uh, I'd have to be jumping then. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Put my foot down, Karen. <laughs> you put your foot down. <laughs> All right. So you have four horses. I know you're busy, mm-hmm. but do you have any hobbies outside of horses? Um. Yeah, they take up most of my time, but I like reading a lot about psychology. Um. That's what I would have studied if I had gone to college. But um, yeah, I love thinking about how like the human brain works and how everyone could be standing next to each other in a room and see the same thing, but come out with like completely different experiences. I find that so fascinating. Hmm. So I do a lot of reading on that. That's very cool. Yeah. Interesting. I like it. All right. So last question. If you could ride any horse past, present or fiction, who would it be? Uh, that would be Mango, my old young rider horse. Um, he's retired and fat net, like really fat. It's, <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> um, in the paddock right now. But if I could pull him out and go jump around a three-star on him right now, oh, my God, I would love that. Aww. That's a good answer. Yeah, good answer. answer. Yeah. Is Mango in with you now, or is he, like, back home? or how, what, what, is he? Uh... No, he's back home at our farm in Kentucky. Uh, with my parents and he's living the good life he's in this big old five acre field i haven't been able to catch him like well, never could catch him when I rode, um, but um 
it's been it's been a while since I've been able to catch him, and he's so happy. <laughs> he knows he's he's free now. He's, he's become yeah. Fun. He lets the, he lets my mom catch him because she's only ever given him treats, but it's like he thinks I'm gonna ride him or something. <laughs> oh, he's like, hey, I'm retarded. <laughs> he's like, hey, don't touch me. <laughs> yeah. Karen, excellent job, right? Yeah. What are you gonna give Alex? A Karen? plus plus. A plus plus. Ooh, well done. You. Look at that. Very good. <laughs> so is there any freezes in the family still? Um, no, not at the minute. But there happens to be two freezes here at Sableview, and I can't tell you how happy I am to see them Aww. every day. It's like my favorite breed of horse. They're beautiful. They are. I they love, really I are. Love a good Frisian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh so Alex, do you have any advice for that young rider wanting to make it in this sport? Oh, um, yeah, it's a little hard because I feel like I'm still a young rider, but uh, you have to keep working hard. You, I would say keep your head down and just keep showing up, really. That's how, like, that's a lot of the experiences that I've had and the opportunities that I've had is because I've just shown up and continued to um, try and put myself out there, but at the same time, really focus on myself and not really pay attention to what everyone else is doing as far as like results and such. Um, I think you really have to see eventing as the long game and playing it like you're going to try to win everything. Now you might, it's a bit like peaking in high school, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's a good analogy. Yes, it is. <clears throat> a lot of a lot of really good high school football players never make it on the field in college. No, yeah. they don't. So, yeah, just the way well, something happens. that I, that stuck with me too is you know, I was very um, with Mangai One Young Riders in 2018, but I guess statistically, most people who win Young Riders go on to do nothing, and I think that is kind of a show of like, you know, you could win it when you're really young, but then you have to keep putting in the work because I haven't won any FEI event since then. <laughs> so um, like you, you have, you can have a lot of success, but then it gets quite hard, I think. And you have to keep pushing on. Yeah. That's a very astute observation. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I've seen that there, there's definitely the numbers are, they drop off a little bit after you got riders. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times it's like so much focus is put on that's my Olympics, that's my pinnacle. Right. As opposed mm-hmm. to Which is know, fine. It is but, fine. Yeah. It's totally good. But yeah. then I think sometimes then like you have that it's kinda like if you set like a a goal for like your your weight. There's a vacation, I need to be down twenty five pounds by vacation, and you go on vacation and then you And then you blow it. Then <laughs> you blow it. Like me. That's me. <laughs> I gotta think long game, Karen. Long game, yep. So, but that's a very good, very good answer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, when you go to work, you're working hard out there. So, yep. I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, really good. Thank you. We, you know, as we kind of wind things down, do we we always like to just ask people if there's if they'd like to recognize any like um, supporters or sponsors or anybody like that that you'd like to recognize. Yeah. Um, supporters wise, my family has been unbelievable to me my entire life. Like there's never been, I think that I've always had at least one family member at all, but two events that I can think of at every event, they always show up. And if they're not there, like my goodness, the grandmas are on the group text or this is the score. This is the pictures. Here's my test video. And everyone's so supportive. Um, I like, usually it's everyone and all of the little dogs and you can see is coming from like a mile away. So you have the big golf cart to fit everyone and horse shows don't really feel the same without everyone there. But my family, they've been so supportive. They've always believed in me and told me that I could go on and chase my dreams and talk me out of going to college so that I could do this but um yeah they've really they've always been right there for me um and then also Joni Morris and Richard Pickett at Four Schools Farm 
um, com- they've without a doubt completely changed my life and not just in the riding. Like when I came to them when I was 15, not even joking, I didn't even own like a curry comb and I was going intermediate on poor mango. <laughs> it had no idea what I was doing. I remember Richard put a cavaletti in the arena and was like, jump it. And I think I missed so bad to it. And I could not see a distance. I didn't know what a distance was. You just, you turn and you jump a fence and that's what you do. And thinking back on like where I was then to where I am now, like we all joke that I'm kind of the child that they never wanted. (laughs) I definitely never wanted, but here I am. And um, yeah, I can't thank them enough for like absolutely everything they've done for me and everyone at four schools farm. Like it's, it's a real family over here. Very cool. Yeah. And then, um, like I have a few ambassadorships, uh, the biggest one being with Voltaire design. I've been riding in their saddle since I was 12 years old and there's honestly nothing else I'd want to ride in. They've always, if I've ever had any questions about a saddle or a horse fitting or anything, they're right there ready to make an adjustment or something. I think I panic called them right before I'm riders that my saddle didn't fit mango and they like came out and they were like, no, you're fine. Like, it's fine. Don't panic. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they've always been unbelievably good to me and their customer service is amazing. And then recently there's mid Atlantic LLC, which is a, um, it's like a logo company. Like they do, they put and make all of your jackets and logos and stuff for you. Um, it's a fantastic company and we're probably going to get some, that's where we get all of our four schools farm gear from. And my parents farm back at home, Altoric farm. That's where we'll be getting all of our cool new team jackets and stuff. Ooh. Oh, very cool. Some cool team jackets. Yeah. That sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that it for the ambassadorships or? Yep, that would be it. Gotcha. Okay. Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Voltaire. They're a fancy saddle. Yeah, they are. I got I gotta learn more mm-hmm. about them. <laughs> <clears throat> they look really cool. Yeah, they do. So very, very cool. So uh and and now so tomorrow's the assessment or the beginning of the assessment. So, you know, we definitely wish you tons of luck with that. Do you have any like are you a big goal setter? Do you have big goals or uh ambitions for twenty twenty two that you'd like to share? Or? Oh, yeah, I have. Well, this one's kind of, we'll see what happens. Um, but the plan at the minute is I spy my three-star, four-star horse to move him up to do his first four long at Bromont. And my big plan with Finn is to get him going four-star and hopefully maybe do something potentially either stateside or overseas with the two of them in the fall. And then my young horse, Stugan, um, his big plan would be Bromont, the three long. And then Elmo, uh, we'll have to see how he's feeling because to be honest, it's weird to say it, but um, his goal would be Kentucky. And he has to feel 150% to go. But fingers crossed, he really feels it. Hey, yo. Yeah. So, yeah. This winner at Stableview is the serious old business. Yes, it is. We got some mm-hmm. serious business Ooh. going on. That's exciting. It yeah. is. It Super is. Super exciting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was trying to buck me off over Cavaletti's today. So, <laughs> hopefully, he's feeling good. <laughs> but it's that time of year. It's that time of year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, uh, did they have much of a vacation? Like, how did your vacation line up? Because the kind of the the assessment is kind of happening while a lot of people are bringing their horses back. Right. Yeah, and for the assessment, I'm actually not riding any of my four um, because three of them haven't actually jumped since Tryon, and Finn, who has jumped, has only had two jumps, and they've been over very small fences. Mm-hmm. Um. So we, we all went, they all four ended up competing at Tryon. And so Finn, 
he did the three long, he hates being on vacation. So his vacation was a bit shorter than everyone else's. So he only did two weeks, but then he did an entire week of packing and then very, very light trot flat work. Um, Dugan had three weeks off after his two star long and then about the same, quite a bit of walking and then very light work. And um, Pi and Elmo actually got a whole month off all four weeks out in the field. Um, and we didn't touch them. We turned them out and they were very, very happy. And then they did a whole week of walking after that. So they really had about five weeks of almost nothing. Yeah. And so they are just like, they haven't even jumped yet. So they're still like starting with flat work and stuff. So I'm actually going to ride my sister who's very graciously said that I could ride her horse for the flat. And then um, I'm going to ride Christine Turner's Kira that Richard is graciously letting me ride in the assessment for the jumping. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's definitely uh, um, uh, an advantage to be able to let your horses still take their vacation and not rush them back yeah. for the assessment. Yeah. So that's nice. To yeah. And it's that. all kudos to Joni who makes their schedules and helps me with it. And she knows her stuff so well that, they really like their vacations. <laughs> <laughs> is the goal for you to, I mean, I, it sounds like th- uh, this is an obvious question, but, or I answer to the question, but is the goal to become a full-time professional on your own and do this as a living for the rest of your life or. Yeah, that is definitely the goal. Um, so we're sort of making plans like future plans. I'm talking like five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now of what everything's going to look like. So we have a farm at home or my parents farm at home that could be set up for me in the next five years to go start my own business out of. But at the minute, I really want to stay at four schools farm as long as I can. Um, I don't see any point in leaving anytime soon. Like there's still things every day that like the horses will have a cut on their leg. And I'm like, Joni, what do I do? Like, this is what I normally do. But like, this one looks different and she's like a whole well of knowledge. So she's like, Oh, you should do that. And then just having that ability to have someone constantly watching over your ride, helping you manage your horses. Like I've never taken a horse five star. I've never taken a horse overseas. I'm learning how to ride baby horses right now. Um, we just got these cool off the track thoroughbreds and it's my first time actually ever riding an off the track thoroughbred. That's like straight off the track. And so them helping me with that, like, I can't see myself going anywhere for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nat, there's no reason to rush. Yeah. There's so much to learn. Yeah, no reason to rush. No reason. Yeah. No reason. But, <clears throat> I mean, you're very accomplished and you've done a lot. But, you know, there's, you know, if you still, you know, uh, clearly you're still learning. And, and uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You're going to be learning the rest of your life, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, and you don't know what you don't know. So, like. There'll be things every day that like with the baby horses today, Johnny was like, oh, you should try this instead. And it was like mind blowing to me how doing whatever I did completely changed the way that they went. And I was like, oh, well, that would have taken me about a month and a half to figure out on my own. <laughs> how about that? Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. <clears throat> there you go. That's a very, very, again, another wise thing to say, mm-hmm. you know, that you don't know what you don't know. Uh, it took me a long time to learn that. <laughs> <laughs> and the weird thing about that is you still don't know when you don't know it yeah exactly so that's awesome well yeah, listen best of luck tomorrow if people like is there um, a way people can follow on social media I don't know if you have a website yet or anything or how do people follow along um, yeah I'm on Instagram as Altoric Eventing um, and then on Facebook just as Alex Baugh and then you could also follow follow Four Schools Farm on Facebook and Instagram. Joni does a lot of posting because I'm occasionally bad at it um, about what's happening with the farm and all of the horses and such. Gotcha. There we are. So I'm going to look you up because you said it so fast. The, the 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 Instagram, which I do follow, yep. mm-hmm. Alex on Instagram, or we Major League Eventing does. Uh, it's A L T O R A C underscore eventing, right? So, yep, that's it. What does that stand for? Outdoor, and what am I missing? 
Um, that's our farm name back in Kentucky, okay. and it's actually a combination of my name, my sister's name, and my brother's name. Okay. Oh, well, see, that's okay. why we asked yeah. the questions. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't getting, I was like, huh, I'm seeing the A-L, but I didn't get yeah. the rest. Yeah. So that's very cool. Yep. The T-O-R is for my sister, Tori, and A-C for my brother, Zach. Very cool. That's very cool. Very, very yeah. cool. Man, oh, man. Now, do you live at home when you are... Like you said, you moved, you moved to Kentucky, or do you live on four schools or have an apartment? Like, how's that work? Um, I actually live on the same property as my parents. So when they bought the farm, there was just a barn and no house. And so we put in like a modular house, like one of those double wide trailers. And all five of us lived in that for like two years. And that got a little rough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then they built their house and so I'm still in the double wide. So I've moved out, but I can see them and I get texts when dinner's ready. So it's kind of like a win-win because then I can leave, but I also get food. <laughs> That's funny. Dinner's ready. All right, you're right there. Hop in the gator and cruise over. Mm-hmm. exactly that's awesome oh very cool oh, that's funny well karen was this fantastic this great yeah well listen go to bed early tonight best yep. of luck in the, in the, in the um, evaluations and we're looking forward to, yeah, to seeing you know how that all went so by the by, awesome. by next week when this comes out the evaluation will be over now we won't know yeah. who's made the cut right but. sure yeah, I think we won't know until the end of the month, actually, because they have to do the Ocala one and then the California one. Oh, that's right. And yeah. then they have to talk about it. Well, we wish, we wish yeah. everyone the best of luck. Yes. Everyone on that list is deserving yeah. and very, very accomplished. And, and uh, you know, any any of those people on the list can can be represent the U.S. and mm-hmm. very well. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, yeah. we wish everyone luck doing that. Of course, you, Alex, and then... You know, but unfortunately, they do cut the list down, yeah. Karen, which is sucky, but yeah. you know, so is life. That's the sport. <laughs> Got to bring your A game. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much again, and um, we'll we'll um, we'll be looking out for you. It's very exciting. Best of luck. Hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed, we got 150% for Kentucky. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, hopefully. See awesome. what all thanks. Awesome. Well, thanks again for being our guest. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please like Major League Eventing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And join our community, Major League Eventers, on Facebook. Cheers!